Did you get by and see a Brent Skinner while you're in town? Maybe pick up some new socks, some new shoes, maybe uh, some jockey shorts, something like that to make your uh, ride home more comfortable? Uh, Brent doesn't have jockeys. He's got uh, sacks, uh, <laughs> much more comfortable undergarment. Uh, for the record, uh, what makes you, them uh, more comfortable, Mike? What is it about that underwear that's more comfortable? It's a silky smooth texture that uh, provides the comfort and support that I think men of all statuses could certainly use. Now, you're a fruit of the loom guy, I understand. You're still in that <laughs> 1972 guard, but for the rest of us that have kind of evolved, we uh, we go see Brent Skinner. There you go. That's great. Hey. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. we're, I think where you find the finest in underwear is where you can find the finest in <laughs> any level of clothing. It's got to start from it's the inside out. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You start from the inside out, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, you got you got the comfortable undershirts, and then you got the custom shirt, and then you got the custom jacket or suit, and then you're all set. Maybe pick up a nice hat. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Got to complete Scarf. the wardrobe. So uh, yeah. you were you were over last night to see the Gamecocks once again and uh, Ole Miss. Uh, two nights ago, yeah. What's today? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday. Ah, that's right. These yeah. Wednesdays, Tuesdays, they throw me off. You were there to see them, and um, – uh, again, uh, Ole Miss wins their first SEC game. The Gamecocks are – they continue to struggle, and it, it looks pretty gloomy for them right now unless they can find a way to piece it together here all of a sudden. Well, again, I think it depends on <clears throat> what your expectations were going in. Uh, if if you saw this season for what it was, which was uh, a new coach with a new roster, uh, it, it's obviously – building things from the ground up like a lot of other programs. I mean, I'm watching Arkansas one and five and they've got the number one recruiting class in the country and a veteran coach coming off back to back elite eights. And then you've got coach McMahon of LSU. They started off hot. And now they can't buy a win. Mississippi state has cooled off dramatically. Uh, Ole Miss is, as you mentioned, now one and five in league play, but uh, poor Kermit is, you know, taking a lot of heat. Uh, from his fan base because it, it's year five. So there, there's just some teams in this league that clearly have rosters that are not to the same level of your Tennessee, Alabama, who all have on Saturday against Missouri. Um, Alabama, to me, is as good a roster as there is in college basketball. In fact, I was going to ask you, how does a Noah Clowney get out of the state? From Dorman High School, you're right, uh, and he was – recruited by the in-state school some, as I recall, but he eventually narrowed down his decision, and I don't believe South Carolina or Clemson, I'd go back and check my notes, I, I don't think they factored in at the very end with him wow. and uh, just you know decided that he wanted to go somewhere else and is pay, paying off for him in a big way, and he was a really good player in South Carolina last year. Yeah, I mean, and that's, if you, if you want to know why South Carolina's made one, one NCAA tournament and you know, over 15 years, and uh, I realize Clemson's been there a little bit more with Brad Brownell, but you, you got to keep those players in state, right? <laughs> like, you know, I understand if it's a Zion Williamson, that's harder, it's easier said than done. But it's the Noah Clownies of the world, like, that's the kind of kid, and maybe now with NIL, um, uh, maybe that'll be easier to do. I don't, I don't know. But, like, with all the talk about Brandon Miller, who's going to be a, a top-five pick, Noah Clowney's an outstanding player. And I had to take a double take when I was doing one of their games. Like, shoot, he's 
<laughs> he's a South Carolina kid. Mm-hmm. You know, how's he winding up in Tuscaloosa? And I see, I see a lot of that. Uh, you could probably do a whole show on that, but you, you, you're going to have to put up a fence around that border for uh, to, to make the next level. And I think Lamont Paris knows, first thing is first, to, to circle all the way back, they're going to have to hit the portal and hit it hard uh, in this offseason and then eventually hope that the recruiting comes around and then you've got the, the, the horses. But right now, if they don't have Michi and Gigi playing a good game and both had a bad one simultaneously, they're not beating many teams in this league. How do you see the matchup for them on Saturday against Auburn and Columbia? That's a problem. Um, I mean, look, you say, well, you, you beat Kentucky on the road, you can beat anybody in the league, right? Uh, but, but Auburn is just a, it's a tough matchup. They're, they're uber athletic. Uh, they always have good rim protectors. This year's no exception. They've got two guards, and if you catch them on the wrong night and they go off, it's it's going to be a long game. But, again, you can only worry about your own backyard right now. I mean, they'll scout and they'll go over things and practice, but if Michi and Gigi don't play better, and I imagine they will, then you don't have a shot because, you know, Hayden Brown's a nice option here and there, and he's a, a great lunch pail guy. But outside of those three, you're not getting points in many other places. Do you think and Auburn scores points? Yeah. Do you think the Gamecocks woke up the sleeping giant in Kentucky? They've won two in a row since that loss at home to South Carolina. Yeah. You think that kind of was the kind of kickstart that they needed to kind of shock to wake them up from whatever it was they were going through? Yeah, I do. I really do. I think that uh, I think sometimes you have to hit the low point in order to to really get it going. That loss at home. I mean, that's the thing. It was at Rupp. They don't lose games like that at Rupp. They weren't losing to anybody at Rupp, for that matter. Uh, that was a splash of uh, cold water in the face of, of everybody in that program. Like, you better you better get this right, and you better start doing this better and that better. And that goes from Coach Cal on down. Uh, and for the last couple of games, they've played much better. You know, Mike, I don't think I've ever seen this. I was just looking at net rankings for the SEC. And South Carolina – net ranking after their loss the other night dropped them to 281 and they are by far and away the lowest ranked team in the net the next lowest ranked team in the net in the sec is lsu at 122 i mean i don't know that i've ever seen a 160 spot difference between the worst and the next worst i mean that's just such a divide between south carolina and the rest of the league if you go by the the net ranking yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to, <laughs> what to say about that other than they're off to a disappointing start, and yet they have wins against Clemson, tournament team. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, I think, will be a tournament team. That's true. Um, you know, so, uh, look, they, I, I don't. I, I think if you were realistic, I don't care who was coaching this, this roster, they were going to be some struggles, and that's what they've had, and that's probably what they're going to continue to have. They're going to pick up more wins. They're not going to finish 1-17. There's other wins out there in the league, but they're not going to be easy to pick up, that's for sure. You mentioned Clemson. I was up in Winston-Salem the other night to watch them. Same night you were in Columbia. That's why I appreciate the invite, but I couldn't take you up on it. I was on the road. So yeah, No problem. Yeah, okay. We'll catch you next time. So next uh, time. that was a good game. Winston-Wake uh, uh, Forest has got a good team. Uh, they got a good team. Steve Forbes does a really good job, and they got some shooters and some some size, but – 
First loss in the league for Clemson after their glorious 7-0 and start in league play. So what do you make of the Tigers now? I mean, they played without their, their starting point guard, who they hope to have back for the Virginia Tech game on Saturday. But do you think they have enough to hold it together and, and have a, a atypical Clemson finish where they win, they're going to play 20 league games, maybe win 15, 16 league games and finish among the best in the league, if not win it. I wish I knew the answer to that. I I don't think the ACC is uh, particularly full of great teams. I mean, North Carolina was supposed to be that great team. They haven't quite been that. Uh, Duke is, is, it's a new Duke team, obviously with a new coach and uh, their best talent is extremely young and they're not a great team right now. NC State's not a great team. Uh, you mentioned Wake Forest. I had them here in Atlanta in a tournament, and they lost to LSU, and LSU can't beat anybody right now. Hmm. I, 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 I mean, it's uh, – look, they're going to be in the tournament. They're playing for seeding. Uh, and certainly they've, they've got a chance at the ACC, but like you said, it's, it's a 20-game grind. 20 games uh, in conference, that's a lot. I, the SEC is kind of held – with 18 now, as a fan, it was up to me. It'd be 22, 24. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I yeah. love conference games. Mm-hmm. But coaches <laughs> coaches know that uh, it does take its toll, and you got to be built for the long haul. I don't know if Clemson's the deepest team, but I really like their starting five. As you uh, scan the nation, uh, Houston back at, at number one, uh, what do you like about them? Have you had a chance to see them, I mean, from afar on television? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are they really deep? Are they really talented? And, and, and I, I mean, I know they've been coming over the last few years. Yeah, I mean, Sasser's an All-American. But, I mean, really, what what they have, uh, what, what, what that coaching staff has, has built, they are the modern-day Memphis during the Calipari years. Uh, with all due respect to the American Conference, and again, they're about to be in the Big 12, so mm-hmm. enjoy it while it lasts. But there, there's just nobody in the class of Houston, and there hasn't been the last couple of years. So it, it, it's it's like Gonzaga, you know, Gonzaga gets the benefit of beating up on lesser teams throughout their conference slate. You don't get that in the SEC, ACC. Not taking away anything from Houston, it's a very good team. Uh, it's a it's a good program, and if you go back to the '80s, great tradition. But but I don't think that that there's a comparison there, and that you you have the ability to just run roughshod over almost everybody in your league, and nobody's doing that in the SEC, ACC, Big Twelve, Big Ten. It's it's just nearly impossible. And what do you have this weekend? Where can we find you? Alabama-Mizzou, uh, as good a game as there is in the league. Yep. That'll be Saturday in Como, uh, 6 o'clock Eastern, I believe, 5 o'clock local. Uh, myself and uh, Damian Fishback will be on the call. And, yeah, I mean, it's uh, Missouri. Now, Missouri basketball, it's like they took a, a, a wake-up pill because they're actually showing up at their arena again. Uh, and when they do – Missouri has a, a, a really good environment for their games, but they've been so irrelevant for a while that it has not been a great home court advantage. And then combine that with the fact that Alabama has been the class of the league this year. I imagine a, a, a packed house, uh, a lot of spirit, a lot of juice in the building, and hopefully a great game. Especially um, coming off their win last night. 
over Arkansas. Yeah, that was a that was a, a come from behind in the last few minutes. They were one point down, I think it was ten in the second half, and they just kept battling and battling. Uh, and that's the difference, you know. Coach Gates had a lot of players that he could bring over from Cleveland State that are that are quality players. I mean, their top scorer is a Cleveland State transfer. You know, that that's something that some of these other coaches, like a Todd Golden at Florida, like Lamont Paris. At, at Carolina, they, they didn't have that luxury. So uh, he's he's got, not to mention they returned one of the top bigs in the league in Kobe Brown. So he has a roster that right away you could tell, okay, these guys can compete. And some of the first-year coaches in this league, you look at their top-to-bottom roster and it's like, okay, they're going to have a rough go at it. Mm-hmm. Mike, as always, we appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend. Talk to you next Thursday. Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mike Morgan, Morgan on the move here on Sports Talk, as always, brought to you by Brent Skinner at Brent Skinner Clothiers in the Vista in Columbia. And when you go there, be sure to ask about the underwear that Mike likes to buy. Ask for Mike's underwear.